Hello, and welcome to Living Word Ministry, where everyone is a winner. Join us as Pastor Charles Buachi rightly divides the word of truth. Give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We bless the Lord. I say we bless the Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Faithful are thou, O Lord, who has promised, who will not fail. Thank you, Father. Amen. Please be seated. clock keeps ticking it doesn't really hold to wait for us so we got to be witty with our time we we're talking about understanding the things of the spirit last week and um, we ended up I believe, what was our last scripture? Yeah, it will be last week. Can't be anything else. Uh, was that Second Corinthians 4.4? Four, four. Okay. He is the ruler of this well system. Second Corinthians four four. Really? Did we read Second Corinthians two eleven? I doubt it. Okay. So we didn't read Colossians, maybe I just mentioned it. Colossians two fifteen. Okay. So we, we we're gonna you know we really wanna understand the things of the spirit. We, we talked yesterday about, I mean last week, about Satan is real. Amen? And if you want to understand the things of the spirit, you can't neglect your spiritual enemy. Do you know the whole, this whole world, the spiritual life is based on God and Satan. God has his family, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and all the angels, Satan, Lucifer, the ruler, the king, and Ephesians talk about principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of this age. He has his system, you know, his government, and he has a third of the angels that came down when he, he caused a coup in heaven, a third of the angels followed him. And so he has a government. And you need to understand that. And we don't, li we don't like to talk about, you know, Satan and, and make him bigger than what he, he is. But we need to really know that there is an evil force. There is something called the forces of darkness. And if it has a name, 
then it exists. That's one of, you know, when I was in Ghana, that was one of my arguments that, I, you know, people say, you know, don't believe in God and does. And I say, well, it, if it has a name, then it, it exists. Everything that has a name exists. That's how they got the name, because they exist. Are you with me? So if we say Satan, then Satan really exists. And we went through the scripture, um, you know, Ezekiel, um, his name, you know, he was cast out in heaven, Revelations 12. Um, and then a third of the angels went down with him, Revelations 12, 4. Um, um, 2 Corinthians 4, 4, he is the ruler of the, this world system. He is the ruler of this age. Um, Satan and demons are active today, we said. They are real today. 1 Peter 5, they go around, destroy, uh, around destroying. You know, in Revelations 12, 10, we said they are active, ac actively accusing the brethren. They are real. But we take a lot of confidence because Jesus dethroned them. He dethroned Satan. Hallelujah. He overcame the power of Satan. Which, yes, last week we talked about when he died, he went into hell and, and took the keys of life and death and made a public declaration, made a public show. In every realm. That's one thing, you know. You need to have confidence in your God. In every realm of the Spirit. In every existence. They know that Satan has been dethroned. In the sea. Beneath the sea. Underneath the earth. In heaven. In hell. Every realm knows that Satan has been dethroned. By our Jesus. You need to have that confidence in your father. Hallelujah. You need to have confidence. But, you know, we should not... Uh, um, Paul says we should not be ignorant of the devices of the devil. We should not be ignorant. It's important. And, you know, I don't want to go through the scriptures... Um, we need to be aware of his devices, his operation, how he works. And I want to give you, real quickly, um, seven steps of the enemy attack. How the enemy attack us. Praise the Lord. You know, there's something called regression. Regression, that is... He, the enemy attacks us and causes you to push back, push you back, to go back, to be backward. That is backsliding. You know, people get saved and they're on fire for God. And then, you know, we need to understand that. There is a force that is working against your progress. You need 
you need to understand that both spiritually and you know is spiritual than it manifests uh, physical in the physical realm there is an enemy there is the forces of evil that is working over time against your progress and so he causes you to retrogress and you know he wants you instead of you going forward he wants you to be going backward amen and that is what did, what did i say regression and let me spell that maybe i'm not pronouncing it well r e g r e double s i o n regression i know you got it so that's what the one way the enemy attacking us so when when you say ah, the thing that he did over there i'm not going there anymore well you know you, you 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 might think that you're doing me a damage but you're not the only damage you're doing is to yourself see let me just say you this show you this god in his wisdom plant a seed and when that seed is planted there is an up do you know why jesus spent 3 years with the disciples so that they will be established so when you when god establish you somewhere wait till he is ready to uproot you in uprooting yourself in an inappropriate my god that's a big word approaching yourself in an inappropriate time you like that in an inappropriate time what does it happen will cause you to die this is this is this is true this is spiritual this is true so i'm not saying and in everything that you do do you know that when you go to school if you don't finish your schooling do you know that your life doesn't if you're not careful you never make it in life in the sense that where you should actually be it's the same thing it's the same thing that you should finish whatever you start you should finish and some of the spiritual things you wouldn't know until god tells you So you know don't allow and listen Satan I said last week Satan only operate through human the, 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 and and listen there is no way there is no way Obama can cause me problem here in this church 
President Obama in America, can he cost me? He's, he's not the one that decides whether they should give us this place to rent or not. My point is, somebody far away cannot affect your life. It is your brother and sister. It is your brother. They, I'm talking about the, Satan, the enemy antis. The enemy weighs his traps. He, and he cannot use the chair. He can't use a cat. He, he operates through you and I. And so when your sister, I like using brother blessing. When, brother, when I step on brother blessing foot, he has every right to say that, ah, you know, I, the pastor, insta, they, every time he's preaching, he come and step on my foot. Well, I, I'm close to him. So I, I can only, the, the only person that can offend him is me. Do you understand? So when the enemy uses someone who is closer to you to attack you, come on, put your glasses on, identify, this is the work of the enemy. Give him no place. Give him no place. That is why we need to be spiritually minded. That is why we need to be spiritually minded. If you are in the flesh, you will feel the pain. You will get hurt. But if you are in the spirit, you refuse to be hurt because you know what it is designed to do. And you won't allow it to happen. You shouldn't allow it to happen. So before you take a step backward, because, before you withdraw from your brother and sister, before you withdraw from that group, know that this is the tricks, the traps, the antics, the works of Satan. Design to derail you from your course. Designed to derail you from your course. Praise the Lord. Repression. Repression. That is somebody that doesn't express himself. We call introvert. Very silent. He sulks a lot. Won't talk about problems. Well, you know, another way, maybe moody, all this. I'm talking about mental state here. We're not talking about, you know, there is um, introvert and extrovert. No, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about people that are mentally withdrawn. That's those, these are the antics of the enemy. These are the, the ways the enemy attack us. There's no sickness that is of God, though. 
did you, did you understand that? There is no sickness. You know, if people say, oh, the Lord is tormenting me so to keep me humble. Now lie. The devil is tormenting you, not God. So, all these mental issues are ways that the enemy use to attack us. Are you with me? So, having, if someone has that mental issue, now, your, you as a believer, your bit is to what? Help them. Any way, shape, or form that you can help them. Don't neglect them. Don't let them feel inferior. Don't let them feel as if they're not human beings. Remember, it is only a state of mind that is disturbed. And in most cases, they need help with doctors. You can pray. We pray. We take care of the spiritual side. But they also need really mental doctor's help. Amen? There are some situations. You know, the... Is it the Jehovah Witness? Years ago, I don't think it's, it's, it's now, and they changed it. But Jehovah Witness, they don't do blood transfusion. It's still the same. Okay. But I'm a bit behind, so don't worry. Um, they don't do blood transfusion, right? So there are some that really, if someone has a, that kind of issue, mental issue, they're just going to pray and they're just going to believe God and they don't want to go to the doctor. There are some that really even don't want to go to the doctors. And Brian Hagen, when he started preaching the faith message, um, some people got it, the wrong end of the faith message and won't go to doctors. And he says, well, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. You know, you can believe God for your healing and God will heal you. But in the meantime, if the situation is tough, then go to the doctors to live and believe God for your healing. And he says, he has paid for people to go to the, pay their doctor's bill. Because people will say, he doesn't believe in doctors. And he said, no. No, I can believe God for my healing, so I won't go to the doctors. But if you don't have that kind of faith, then go to the doctors as you grow your faith. Praise the Lord. So, um, let us be mindful not to condemn people. Suppression. Suppression. People are suppressed spiritually. They, they hide themselves. They, you know, withdraw, hide their feelings, hide their emotions, won't come out. 
Number three, they won't come out. They are abnormally squeezed down beyond understanding. Do you understand? It's one thing, it's one thing to say, uh, you know, I really don't feel like I, I don't want to step out of the house today. That's one thing. I'm talking about abnormally squeezed down. I don't want to step out of the house today. That's fine. I don't want to step out of the house tomorrow. That's fine. I don't want to step out of the house the week. That's fine. But when it comes a month, that is abnormally squeezed down. Are you with me? That means it's going beyond normal. A week is normal. It can be acceptable. Do you, do you get what I'm, I'm trying to bring out here? No. No. Praise the Lord. Um, some, if someone is suppressed, how do you know the person is suppressed? By the way they do things. And so I'm trying to give a, an illustration to say that if the way they do things, for instance, they, not, they don't want to go out of the house for a week, and the whole week they've been indoors. Well, you know, nobody's going to raise an alarm, is it? So we're talking about abnormally suppressed. So it's the, the, the suppression is not normal, it's abnormal. Yeah? And that is somebody that has tucked himself in the house for a week. It's normal. But when they go be, like a month, they haven't stepped out of the house, you begin to worry. Yeah? That is the, 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 how I'm giving you the illustration. Praise the Lord. Um, number four, depression. I know you know I'm coming to that. A broken spirit. Depression. That's part, that's all the, all these are the ways that the enemy used to attack us. When somebody is depressed, he's not well. Does that sound about right? Let's go home, man. No, you are thinking. It's a, a depression is a broken spirit. It's a crushed spirit. It's a confused spirit. Depression sometimes is anger, angry. You have no peace. When somebody is depressed, they sometimes get out in a rage. And, and then, you know, and it, what, what they are, you know, upset or angry about may not even make sense. They don't have peace. Man, I, 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 I want to say something here. You know, as a believer, as a believer, no matter what, if you lose this, you are in trouble. If you lose what? If you lose peace. You must have peace. 
at all cost. Why? Because you are trusting in him. Are you with me? You are trusting in him. Now, the reason why some of us, and I'm just going, taking a side journey here. But the reason why some of us lose our peace is because we believe God sometimes in a measure that we shouldn't. What do I mean by that? We believe God beyond our faith. Do you understand that? In other words, when, you know, the Bible says if you have faith like a master seed, you should say to this, you know, it will have. So faith has its levels. There is strong faith, little faith, um, you know, Thomas' faith. There is all kinds of faith. All right? So if you want to, if your faith level is to believe God so that God will give you rent a room, that you have faith to be, have enough funds to go and rent a room, that's where your faith level is. That's where your finances level is. Now, you don't get up and conjure and manipulate and turn over paperwork and go and get a mortgage that you'll be paying 1,800 pounds a month. And say, I'm believing God. The pastor said, we, have, we, we should have faith. We can believe God. Now, when you do that, it's going to give you migraine. You're going to have headaches. You, you, you will forget that there is a word called peace. No, we don't limit God, but because we, we aim far too high with our faith level, where we are, if we are in class three in our faith, we step out and jump to form one. But we should rather from class three go to class four, then go to class five in a number of months or years. You're not with me. Okay. According to the level of your faith. According to the level of your faith. Now, if I, if I, if I say I'm believing God that, you know, in, in six months' time, I'm going to... Um, we're going to have our own building. We, um, Pastor Charles is going to have a jet. You know. Can you believe God with me for that today? Now, come on. Be honest. Uh, do, do, do you get... Do, do, do you understand now? Uh-huh. So, so, so that, that is unrealistic faith. And, that's, that is, and so if I, if I can manipulate some paperwork... Right, and I can find somebody that will kind of 
do some shabby job and get me a mortgage, right? And then I can manipulate and go and buy a jet on, on some, some lucrative, some, you know, something. Now, I have it, right? But will I be able to sleep? Do you understand? And, and, and that this... Go, go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, but, yeah, he is able to do for us. Okay? It's not our faith bringing it out. Okay? It, it, we, we're not believing God for something. In, in general, God is able to do more than we expect. In your life, God has done more than you expect. And God will continue to do more than you expect. That's a general uh, you know, word that the, um, Paul was giving to us. To him, it, it was like a conclusion. To him be glory and honor. So it's, it's, it's kind of a bit different from when you're believing God for something. That is going to cause you to lose your faith. Yes, you know, if I have 10 pounds, I can depend on that 10 pounds and walk with that 10 pounds. Okay? Or I can believe God that God will help me to do something 20 pounds. Okay? That's, that is, he's more than able to do a seeding above that which I can think of. That extra 10 pounds. Okay? But if I say I have 10 pounds and I want to believe God for 200 pounds, that is unrealistic faith. Okay? I use the word 10 pounds to 200 pounds. And because you can imagine 200 pounds, but if I told you 2 million, you will, you will get the point. But anyway, my point is, and now if you, that, that gives us a point of we don't understand the faith properly. We don't understand the faith. If you don't understand what I'm saying now, it means that you don't understand the faith message properly, and we've got to go and teach on that. Because faith is a muscle that grows, and you believe God one day for a can of Coke, then you believe God as your faith grows, you can believe him for lunch. As your faith grows, you can believe him for... It's, faith is progressive, and it grows. And my point is, don't jump too far ahead of you in faith, else you will be miserable. I remember, uh, uh, I, 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 let me, uh, you know, I remember Brad uh, Jonathan, Pastor Joe came here to preach. And he says, Brad Jonathan went to pick him up from Houston. It was coming from Scotland. And he went in his small car. And so as Pastor Joe was getting in the car, he says, next time you're coming to pick me up, you come in a Mercedes Benz. So in about two, three months' time, he was coming here to preach. Pastor um, Brad Jonathan was going to be. 
But Jonathan moved mountains. They, they had two small cars. He went and passed exchange it with the two small cars and got a Mercedes. You know what? In the end, he didn't have a 10 pounds to put petrol in the car. You think that is fate? You think that is fate? That's what I'm talking about. That is what I'm talking about. And I know, in the end, he didn't have 10 pounds to put petrol in the car. 10 pounds. Well, yeah, yeah, but, but, but you see, <laughs> but my, my point is jumping too far ahead of you. Okay, praise the Lord. Uh, uh, yes, so um, where are we? We've done the four, right? Number five, oppression. Oppression is things that weigh you down. Amen. Okay, I really want us to pray. So, we will stop here, and we we will we give the rest next week because I want us to really pray about our um, what did we say? Our challenges, things that hinder us in life, and I want us to go to Second Chronicles. Praise the Lord. Second Chronicles 20. Yeah? Can you read for me? After this, that the people of Moab, with the people of Ammon, and others with them besides the Ammonites, came to battle against Jephusat. Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat. Now, listen to me. Listen to me. There are these Ammons and Moabs and Mount Seir. These people were. These are groups of people. Maybe we could say the Scottish, the English, and the Wales, um, or the, the Irish. You know, this group of people, when God called, when God took the Israelites from Egypt, they got to these people, and God would not allow the Israelites to attack them. And so God diverted them and, and, and gave them instructions about how they should cross and they cross their, 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 their land and so on. Now, they, they, the people that God spared from the hands of the Israelites, they have, the Israelites have settled and the people have come to attack them. Praise the Lord. Go on. Some came and told Jehoshaphat, 
saying, a great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea, from Syria. And they are in, where are they people? <laughs> there you go. That's where they are. What verse are you? Which is, in, uh, coming up to verse. Sorry? Verse three. Verse three. Okay. Go on. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. And Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord. And from all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. Amen. So we are asking help from the Lord in our situation. The three things that hinder our life, the Ammons, the Moabs, and these these are the issues that are going on in our life that are hindering us. And we have come to ask the Lord for help. Amen. These things have made some of us fearful. But today, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the one that when you rely on, you will not be afraid of anyone. He is going to help us today. Amen. You are in verse 6, right? And uh, well, five. 5. Then Jehoshaphat stood in the assemblies of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the, the new court and said, O Lord, God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? And do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, that's how sometimes you got to talk to your God. Jehoshaphat asked God, are you not God? Praise the Lord. Are you not the, rulers, the ruler of all things? Praise the Lord. And so he's saying, if you are the ruler, then how come? Why should, you be Why should we be fearful? How come has these people come against us? Amen. Because, you see, we are your chosen people. And if they come against us, they have come against you. That's what all the time Moses was saying. You have, you have risen up against the Lord. Hallelujah. When they are tormenting the Israelites, they are tormenting our God. Hallelujah. And then verse 6, and said, Lord God of our forefathers, are you not the God of heavens? And do you not rule over all the kingdoms of this nation? And in your hand, is there no power and might so that no one is able to withstand you? In your hands, is there no power? Come on now, God. Is there no power in your hands? Now, your situation, that's how you got to treat it. I said, in your situation, that's how you got to treat it. You ought to give it to God in such a way that, hallelujah, that you are telling him that there is enough power, he has enough power to deliver you. Now, this is where faith comes in. Amen. This is where your faith comes in. Are you ready? Are you prepared? Do you really believe that the God of the Israelites, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, is that God able to deliver you from these things? 
if you are according to your faith, be it unto you. I have asked you to write three things that hinder your life. Not that I have some supernatural power to take them out of your life, but we're all going to pray, and according to your faith, if God says, ah, hallelujah. You, listen, is it Hezekiah who lifted up the letters that has been brought to him to the altar of God? And when he prayed, his, God told him something. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He says, you're not going to live any lo more longer. He says, my job has not finished, Lord. And God extended his ears. Praise the Lord. Whatever that is going on in your life, that has been a hindrance in your life, today in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, if you believe, you will see the end of it. Are you not our God who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and gave it to, and gave it to the descendant of Abraham, your father forever, your friend forever? God gave the land to Abraham, his friend, forever. Hallelujah. No matter what is happening in the Middle East, the land that God has given to the descendants of Abraham is forever. It's forever. It's forever. You know, when God says it's forever, it's forever. Yeah, they may, they, they may go all kinds of way. But what God has given to them, no man can take from them. Hallelujah. And they dwell in it. In other words, when you give it to them forever, they lived in it and have built you a sanctuary in it for your names. For, uh, for your name. Saying, if disaster comes, you know the temple, whatever comes, disaster comes, so, um, sword, judgment, pestilence, and famine, when it comes and we turn to this temple and we call upon you, you will answer us. And now, verse 7, here are the people of Ammon, Moabs, and Mansiah. They have come to destroy that which you are the Lord. I'm not reading. I'm just quoting. They have come to destroy that which you the Lord has built. Hallelujah. Here they are rewarding us. Are, maybe I should read verse 10. And now, here are the people of the Ammons and so on, you, whom you would not let Israel invade. When they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned from, but they turned from them and did not destroy them. God diverted the Israelites that they would not. In verse 11, it says, Here they are rewarding us by coming to throw us out of your possession, which you have given to us to inherit. Oh, oh our God, will you not judge them? Will God not judge those that put those hindrances in your life? Would God not judge them? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, you ought to ask God, will you not judge them? Will you not judge those that come and attack us when we could have destroyed them? But because of the fear of God in us, 
We did not destroy them. In fact, we rather helped them. We sent them money for food. We paid their rent. We helped them. And now they are in a position to come and attack us. Will you not judge them? Church, do not render evil for evil. Do not render evil for evil. In any situation that you come in contact with, listen, the devil would want you to render evil for evil. When, he, when somebody does you evil, the devil wants you to render the same back. Why? Because when you do that, then the enemy gets a chance over you. Then they have a right over you. Because then you cannot go to God. I don't mean you can't pray. But you see, you have, you have exposed yourself. So don't render evil. That's why Jehoshaphat is saying, listen God, are you not going to judge them for this doing that they are coming to attack us, that they are rendering evil for good that we have done to them, or that you did to them. Praise the Lord. Don't render evil for evil. He says, For we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us. What one thing is, we should not be ignorant of the devices of the devil. We should not underestimate the power of the enemy. That's why Joseph, he recognized this army. They are multitude. And they are strong physically. And they are coming against us. And we know we cannot stand against them. But we have somebody that has power. Hallelujah. Jehovah Shepherd recognized that it's not the physical strength, but it's the spiritual power that if you have God on your side, if you have God fighting for you, if you have God against your enemy, then you will prevail. It's, you know, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We do not war against principalities, you know, but we, we war against principalities and powers. And so Jehoshaphat employed God's power. Lord, you have power. Hallelujah. You have power. Stephen, carry on reading. Now, I'm just testing you. It says, for we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us, nor do we know what to do. Hallelujah. We don't know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. Are you, do you, do you depend, are you actually depending on God? Are you actually depending on God in your situation? If you are depending on God for that situation, for that hindrance, if you are depending on God, I can announce to you today that God will never, never, never disappoint you. 
God will never dis- I I can brag on God. I can brag on my God that he will never disappoint you. Hallelujah. He will never disappoint you. Hallelujah. I know. I know. I know whom I have believed. I know my God. Hallelujah. I know my God. No matter how bad it gets. No matter how bad it gets. Listen, it gets it, it has to get badder before it gets better. Just checking you. Don't you laugh. Don't tell Charlie though. Praise the Lord. It has to really get bad. Badder. I have my own dictionary. Why? Bad, badder, baddest. I have my own dictionary. It has to get really bad. Badder. It has to get worse before it gets better. Amen. Amen. I'm excited about Sunday message, man. I could get into it right now, but I won't. I'm so, listen, it gets worse before it gets better. Praise the Lord. So, be encouraged. Hallelujah. Now, all Judah with their little ones, their wives and their children. Man, I've got to move on. So, in verse 16, it says, Tomorrow go down against them. They will surely come up, come up by the accent of Ziz. And you will find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Je- Jerul. You, pardon? Jerul. Okay, sounds like Joel. You will not need to fight in this battle. Now, listen to me now. You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourself. You will not need to fight in this battle. Those three items that are hindering your life. The Lord God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob has sent me to announce to you today that you will not need to fight this battle. Position yourselves. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you. Hallelujah. Do you have God with you? So then why are you fearful? Oh Judah and Jerusalem, do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them For the Lord is with you. Jehoshaphat spoke to Judah and uh, um, um, Jerusalem. And he says, go tomorrow. Don't be afraid. For the Lord is with you. I stand in the name of Jesus. And I make this announcement. Whatever that has been hindering you, lift up your, tri- your, 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 your lift. Lift them up if you have one. Whatever that has been going on against you, whatever that has been going on against you, 
In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I stand and make a declaration. That you no longer have to fight. That the Lord has taken care of these situations. The Lord has taken care of this situation. The Lord has taken care of this situation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tomorrow go out against them. For the Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. Your tomorrow is now, now, now. Your tomorrow is today. I said so, and he says, so they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of uh, Tekoa. And as they went out, Joseph stood and said, Hear me, O Lord, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God. Hallelujah. And you shall be established. Believe his prophet and you shall prosper. I announce to you today that whosoever believe this exercise tonight, that power is broken in your life. In the name of Jesus. To prosper is to be pushed forward. To break out. To go over. To, go good, uh, to do good. To be profitable is to cause effect. Today, I announce to you, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that which you have lifted it up before God, the Almighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, the Ruler of the Darkness of this age, I declare in the name of Jesus, this shall not be a problem in your life anymore. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Now put this away somewhere and see it all happen. To, and see it all come to pass in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you. You say, if we ask and we believe, we will see. We will eat the good of the land. I thank you, Lord Jesus. We are not ignorant of the devices of the devil. Thank you, Lord. Because we have asked, we know that we have the petition and we have received from you. In Jesus' name. Let's all stand. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, don't you worry about those situations anymore. It could be emotion. It could be whatever the whatever it is. Don't you worry. You, you see, you can't give to God and go and take it and worry about it. God can't take care of it and you also taking care of it. What do I mean by taking care of it? When it cross your mind and you see the situation, all you do is, Father, I thank you. Sincerely say, Father, I thank you because I know it is done. Go about your business.
and you'll see. In due course, you shall reap if you do not give heart. If you do not give. Lift up your hands. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you. The Lord bless you. Go in peace. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Join us for our weekly Sunday service at 10.30am at 336 Brixton Road. We hope you were blessed.